0: Today's episode is brought to you by our dear friends over at The Athletic, a subscription-based sports news site delivering in-depth coverage for real fans just like Seth and I. Shout out to John Krasinski, Timberwolves beat writer, The Athletic, helping me get through this tumultuous early start to the Timberwolves season. It's all ad-free, so go to theathletic.com slash bites. That's theathletic.com slash bites for 50% off an annual subscription to The Athletic. That's $36 a year for sports journalism that brings you closer to the action than you could ever dream of. Welcome to Legendary Bites, and happy Thanksgiving. This is a podcast dedicated to two things we love, sports and brevity. I'm Charlie.
1: And I'm Seth.
0: In each episode, we bring to you a bite-sized sports story in under 15 minutes that we find fascinating, important, or just absurd. And with brevity in mind, let's get going. Seth, what's on tap for today?
1: Today, we're going to tell you the incredible story of a great Thanksgiving tradition. Not turkey, mashed potatoes, family political arguments, or your uncle snoring. No, we've got something even more powerful. We're going to tell you the story of football on Turkey Day.
0: Thanksgiving is a wonderful holiday. This year, we have a special request of you. Yes, you, dear listener. We need you to do something at your Thanksgiving table.
1: Whether you're with your dog, with your friend, with your significant other, or with your Uncle Lou, we need you to tell them about Legendary Bites. Tell them about the Grateful Dead and the Lithuanians, or about Juan Fangio's kidnapping. Ooh, Or how about when women's soccer got banned in England for 50 years? That's a juicy one. These bites are perfect to make you sound well-informed at Thanksgiving dinner.
0: We really need your help spreading the word, so can you promise to give us a hand? If so, say, I promise, out loud.
1: Sorry to the guy walking next to you is looking at you funny. I bet he is.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay, let's get into it. Today, we're going to talk about our fantasy football teams. I'm just kidding. Don't turn it off. (laughs) Just joking. Seth, can you tell me some of your favorite things about Thanksgiving?
1: I would say my first favorite thing is the Bloody Mary bar my family puts together and then decimates during the afternoon. And my second favorite thing about Thanksgiving is definitely watching videos of people trying to deep fry frozen turkeys. I I just can't get enough of those.
0: That's very sick. Personally, (laughs) I'm a big fan of pecan pie. I feel like there's a real absence of pecan pie in my life when it's not Thanksgiving.
1: I'm a pumpkin pie guy. We know this.
0: Yeah, that's fine. It's wrong, but it's
1: fine. (laughs) Do you have any Thanksgiving traditions? The age-old tradition is after we're done eating, we watch a little bit of football.
0: Yeah, in my slightly younger days, we used to play a family game of football on the holiday. There is this deeply American link between Thanksgiving and football. But Charlie Brown, it's Thanksgiving! What's that got to do with anything? One of the greatest traditions we have is the Thanksgiving Day football game.
1: What most people don't know is that the tradition of football and Thanksgiving is basically as old as the holiday itself. Long before the Detroit Lions and Dallas Cowboys filled our Turkey Day TV schedule, long before they even existed, football and Thanksgiving were synonymous. In fact, Thanksgiving became a holiday in 1863 when Abraham Lincoln was looking to inject a little boost into the nation. This is in the middle of the Civil War. So he declared Thanksgiving an official holiday.
0: Yeah, and six years later, on November 6th, 1869, the first American football game is played between Rutgers and Princeton. And just two weeks later, on Thanksgiving Day of that same year, the first Thanksgiving football game is played between the Young America Cricket Club and the Germantown Cricket Club.
1: Somehow, I feel like the Germantown Cricket Club wouldn't do very well against the Steelers or the Eagles.
0: No, those cricket clubs would be mashed potatoes after that mashup.
1: I see what you did there. Thanksgiving and football dates all the way back to 1869. Princeton and Yale took up the mantle from 1876 to 1881 and in 1882 it became an official tradition when the Intercollegiate Football Association that was kind of the you know head Football Association back then when they decided to hold an annual college championship game in New York City on Thanksgiving Day between the two leading teams in the association. It was kind of the first championship for football. Before that, the quote-unquote champion was just the team with the best record at the end of the season. But this solved for that.
0: Yeah, and it's not just college football. Thanksgiving is also the host of one of America's oldest high school football rivalries. That would be Boston Latin versus English High School in the Boston area, if you couldn't tell by the high school names. It's a matchup that dates to eighteen eighty seven. The two teams played at Harvard that year and have played every single Thanksgiving for the last 135 years
1: since. For those wondering, Boston Latin has dominated this rivalry. The total record for their Thanksgiving Day matchup has them winning 83 times and only losing 37 times with 19 ties. Ties are dumb. Uh, Tons of states have adopted this tradition of annual high school Thanksgiving football games as well.
0: So we've got post-Civil War college football on Thanksgiving. We've got 135 years of high school football on Thanksgiving. Let's get to the main event, the turkey dish of this podcast professional NFL football
1: we can't talk about Thanksgiving without mentioning the Detroit Lions now this is going to shock you but the Detroit Lions were once a really bad team
0: yeah they still are but they once were too shout out to Mitch Hadberg.
1: RIP the goat Mitch Hadberg. in 1934 in the throes of the Great Depression Nobody was going to Lions games, so their owner scheduled a game with the Bears on Thanksgiving Day just to try to drum up some ticket sales. Professional football teams playing on Thanksgiving wasn't out of the ordinary, but the Lions owner had a trick up his sleeve to make this game bigger than usual.
0: His trick was he was going to put it on the radio, and not just locally either, nationally. The big time. The Lions Thanksgiving game was broadcast across the country. Despite the fledgling Lions losing to the Bears, the game is a huge success. Not only sold out in person, but it reached tons of football fans across the country through the magical medium of radio. NFL teams had played on Thanksgiving before, but a new team-specific tradition was born. Besides seasons interrupted by World War II, the Lions have played on every single Thanksgiving since.
1: Yeah, it's become a major Thanksgiving tradition in Detroit to watch the Lions lose on Thanksgiving.
0: Oh, poor Lions fans. I'm just kidding. You deserve it. The marketing <laughs> move the Lions pulled off worked so well that another team copied them. In the 1970s, looking for a boost in attendance, Dallas Cowboys president Tex Schram.
1: Never has there been a better name for a guy who works for the Cowboys than Tex Schramm.
0: Good old Tex Schram took a page out of the Lions book and decided they were going to be a Thanksgiving game too. And boy, was that a good idea. Their first game crushed attendance records. And before long, they had themselves a signature Thanksgiving game.
1: So now the Lions and Cowboys, who sometimes play the Bears, oh my, uh, their Thanksgiving traditions alongside the sport of football itself.
0: And while we're on the topic, let's highlight some of the best moments in Thanksgiving football history. Seth, kick us off.
1: We all think Peyton Manning's throwing for six touchdowns against the Lions in 2004 was a great individual performance, but that pales in comparison to Ernie Nevers, nicknamed Big Dog, also a Minnesotan. Woof, woof. Woof, woof. Big Dog Ernie scored an NFL record 40 points in a 1929 Thanksgiving football game. He rushed for six touchdowns and kicked all the extra points. I don't think that record's ever going to be broken.
0: That's a classic ball hog. (laughs) One of my favorites is the legend of Clint Longley. He's the backup quarterback for the Cowboys, backs up the legendary Roger Staubach. Staubach gets a concussion. Longley comes in and he has the game of his life, leading the Cowboys to victory over the then-named Redskins. I hate that. Clint Longley would later go on to sucker punch Roger Staubach, get traded, then get cut, then never play in the NFL again.
1: The legend of Clint Longley. How about the infamous coin flip fiasco? Ah, that's a good one. Yeah. In 1998, in overtime between the Detroit Lions and the Pittsburgh Steelers, as overtime's about to get underway, the referee tosses up the coin to decide, you know, who's going to receive the ball. Pretty important coin toss. The Steelers running back Jerome Bettis very indecisively calls heads and then calls tails. And Detroit is awarded the ball because Bettis tried to call both sides of the coin. The Steelers end up losing the game, and because of that coin flip debacle, team captains are now required to call heads or tails before the coin is flipped.
0: And people forget the famed Mark Sanchez butt fumble. That happened on Thanksgiving when the Jets played the Patriots. Mark Sanchez not expecting it, and it was the backside of Brandon Moore that knocked the ball out.
1: Honorable mentions the Harbaugh brothers coaching against each other, Um, and let's end with our favorite one, Charlie.
0: Yeah. I'm going to take you back to a little place we like to call 1998. Same year as the coin flip fiasco, Vikings rookie receiver Randy Moss scores three touchdowns, all of them pieces of art, all over 50 yards as the Vikings beat up on the Cowboys.
1: Randy. Okay, all right, that's enough from us, Charlie. Let's wrap this one up.
0: This year, eat your turkey.
1: Eat your ham.
0: Eat your stuffing.
1: Eat your yams.
0: And be thankful.
1: That's right. If you have something to be thankful for, please do that. And if you don't, just know that we love you. Thanksgiving's a special day, and football is a special part of it. Happy Thanksgiving. It's your turn to say Happy Thanksgiving back. Happy Thanksgiving back.
0: Shout out to our producer Patrick Buddy, to Josh Yeston for his design talents, and to Tech Schram for knowing a turkey-based marketing opportunity when he saw one. If you like this podcast, give us a review. Five stars, preferably, on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts, and check us out on social at legendarybytes underscore. That's at legendarybytes underscore.